Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Mabus, mm. we are recording a podcast today. Huh? What? Yeah, wake up. I wish I could. I, that we need Huey Lewis back in time. I just want to like audibly redo like the first, the opening scene of Back to the Future. That would cost a lot of money. Yeah. And I don't know how they would watch it since this is a podcast. Why not like a radio play? Oh, a talkie. A, uh, that's a movie where they talk. A radio play. A radio play. Like mm. War of the Worlds? Yeah. Yeah, that worked. Scared everybody to death. I think that might be an urban legend. Like, I, I mean, I, I think, like, most people got, like, I think it was like some people were fooled by it. Like three people. Like how call centers get inundated when we change a thing. How, how many, many calls? calls? Two. Ah. But we're, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. It's marketing. It's a podcast. There's money involved. It's the Good morning. How are you today? Podcast. How's your father? Mm, he's tired. <laughs> anyway, all right. So today we're going to talk about some things that do things. The hot topic out there in the bank world, which has always been the hot topic. I love when people bring it up as if they've discovered something that was discovered when banking was created. Deposits. Mm. You need them. They have them. How do you get them? We have a special guest on the line. We have every major deity that everybody's been praying to for the deposits to give us the answers. Hello, son. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go even into that. I don't know anything declared on me or be excommunicated or be a heretic. But, I mean, that's basically it. We, it's praying is my point. That's you know, my joke. You've traveled around and met with clients and banks and done your speakings and your thingies. And I think the question everyone says is, well, what do you do to get deposits? How do yeah. you raise deposits? And same thing at our bank. Every meeting we're in from the board to the uh, the branch level, it's it's what are we doing to raise deposits? What are we doing to get deposits? Because they are the mother's milk of banking. Well, I think what it shows that no one's really like I'm mean, sure there's some analyst or whatever CNBC or whatever people are on that talk about money all day in the market and all that. Or it's it's obviously banks are they're lending out money like crazy and they have to fund those deposits. So and they want the, to do it at the cheapest way possible. So it, well, when some I'm, of them are just in a position where they need, I mean, to, to have the the right balances, they're they need the deposits. Well, your and your cost of funds, every earnings call from public banks that came about a week and a half ago. I mean, all the reports were talking about their cost of funds and how expensive it was, and, the, and then that relates to your margin and your non interesting. Yeah. It all goes up the line. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you can you can borrow it and pay higher rates, then you get a lower return or you can have real low-cost deposits from retail and commercial clients which then you can obviously lend it uh, i don't know if you can if if banks actually adjust the rate depending on the deposits some do but um but what but it, you, you can you're more efficient you know, the, what the it points to is there is there is a um people are borrowing money to to advance their businesses and expand their homes and buy homes that that the, the economy is back and you know i'll say this i mean Look, even like wetting your finger, sticking it in the breeze as far as, you know, like which way the direction's going. I mean, that generally tells us that 
This happened in my wife's business. She was a photographer, and demand was high, and she was running out of time. And I said, just double your prices and half your throughput. The point I'm saying is loans are in demand at the rates they are. Increase the rate. Send the Fed could increase the rate as a as a fiscal conservative. They like to increase that rate every once in a while. But the last report was good. The economy was good. They didn't increase point it. Point is it could I think it could bear it. I don't like it. I know. I don't like it either from a personal standpoint. I think it's rate is something everyone has to be aware of in the banking industry, especially from the top of the house and the adjustments in your ALCO committee and whatever to mm-hmm. your variable rate loans and floors and ceilings. But I but I that's a, that's like a silo segment yeah, conversation. It's, it's a part of it. It doesn't drive deposits into the bank. No, it doesn't. It and I think that's doesn't. where marketing comes into the conversation. But I think this is an exactly. But I do think there's this is part of that broad, broader conversation is, and you said earlier, non-interest income is a part of that that portfolio. And I'll stop. You know, this is a marketing podcast, not a financial analysis podcast. Beep boop, beep beep beep. The McLear Neil. What was it? News Hour. What was that thing that came on? McLaughlin. The McLaughlin report. But the oh, McNeil, you're like topic go. The McNeil Layer News Hour or something. Anyway, we don't want it to be that either one of those. But banks are run by bankers. And we look at our funding formula as bankers the way we always have, instead of selling something with more value, like like you know fee income or not interest income or whatever. I, I think the I think it's a little broader. I do think it's a marketing thing, but I think that banks have for so long been the entity from which you borrow money and deposits aren't sexy. So nobody. My point is this is a historical problem. People just thought they would deposit. Bankers thought people would deposit their money in a bank. And now you're like, oh. It'd be nice to have that to have a better spread. Right. And so it's just been sort of the mundane. Advertise loans, 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 loans. And now we're seeing the byproduct of a, of a non-holistic marketing message for decades. You know what I love? CD rate campaigns. I love them. They are just... You like that hot money? I mean, you talk about challenging the creativity of a marketer. <laughs> Ask... To it, run a CD rate campaign. If you don't challenge the creativity of a marker, uh, marketer, actually, it is pretty challenging. It is pretty challenging. <laughs> but my point is, is, bad, is, is I'll way. tell you the request. Luckily, our clients don't do this, but I hear, I hear it, I hear tell of it through the grapevine. Hey, I want a CD rate campaign. I want my ass to not look like any other bank. Yes, like that's a creative solution if you do that. There you and go. then you present the work, and it's like this doesn't look like a bank ad. We can't run this. This is too creative. Yeah, they won't know what this Speaking is. Speaking of bank ads that don't look like bank ads, first whatever bank first bank Colorado the, the fashion the, show. Oh, good, good savings. It's good. Saving is in fashion. Yes, it's that good. is that's. It's really good. And this is what I tried to convince. Hold on, let me let me time out here. Time out here. So they had two entries in the for those of you that attend the Baltimore and marketing conference with ABA, they had two entries in the above, I think it was five billion category for commercials. And we had one in there. I'm since the voting is over with, I'm gonna full disclosure tell you if somehow we beat them, it's rigged. <laughs> If we somehow win that, the only way we would win is if there were two of them and, and one ad. of ours, and people were choosing between the two and couldn't decide, and so they split their votes over two entries, and we had one entry and one. Um, if and look, I'm as proud of our work and the work we do with with Mavis Agency and everybody in Renaissance yeah, does as anybody. But I'm telling you, it is a good creative campaign. The ads are good. If they don't win, 
the Russians interfered with the voting yeah. or something. I don't know. So I'm telling you, when it shows, if you're a marketer and you attend and, and you listen to this podcast and you hear it and see it, you're going to agree because it is hand, it is way above better work well, than the other stuff. Well, not only is it better work, it makes sense, but it's not in bank thing. Yes. And this was a conversation I had the other day that backs it that I still that's ongoing. So sorry for the other side of the conversation who's not in the room who might hear this and know I still disagree with you, but using my power as a podcast to have an argument with you when you're Preach. not present. Preach. Is um, we had this discussion about account add-ons, like a, like a subscription model versus a DDA choice. And the conversation kept going back to, but when somebody's choosing a checking account, and my argument is there are more people out there looking to subscribe to something cool than to sign up for a checking account. And that's what First Bank plugged into. There are more people out there looking to save. I use my mom's Netflix account or whatever. Yeah, I, use uh, the, I borrow a Hulu account and I trade them my HBO Go password yeah. or whatever. There's a bigger audience yeah. with a more protracted need than derp sitting around i wonder which dda i'm gonna open that that is a, an audience of eight and in the united all, states and they work for a bank right now <laughs> yeah and no, no no they don't even work for a bank they work for the federal government i mean the only people that would think like that are analysts and um compliance and audit people true but we love them but we love them but, but, we I, love them. but I want to give a don't, shout don't, out to, to first bank out yeah. there because their their stuff is good it's always good they tapped into their a, stuff is always good though but they tapped into a bigger audience and they always do that they 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 aren't they aren't victims of bank thing they say consumer psychology goes outside of rate and blah 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 and they said let's attract people with something that's an actual benefit not a banking benefit but a human benefit oh you like to save money as evidenced by the fact that people like to save money my only deal with them from a marketing perspective is their creative's good, their production's good. I don't live in their market, so I would assume their pr- placement's probably pretty good. Yeah. They have the most generic name, and it breaks my heart. Yeah, they have no uniqueness it around it. It breaks my heart because it would be like, I mean, it could be any bank. And so it, if y'all, but but if First it, Bank, if you listen to this, love y'all, like awesome. Seriously, y'all are, y'all are better than us at what you no, do. Really I, good. I give you that. But your name, God, if I could sit down on that board and just be like, guys, if you change your name, y'all, y'all might be like a nationally recognized brand. Yeah. Not a banking brand, but like a brand brand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're really good at it. I don't yeah. know who they use. I don't know if it, I mean, like Crispin Porter's up there in, in, in Boulder. Maybe they're using you know, well, somebody like that. So, so full shout out to y'all. Like, yeah. like literally, my criticism is a criticism of a name you probably inherited everyone that works there. Yeah. So, and, and you may say, may be able to give us a 10-page and, and a, a report. Y'all are like, idiots. Yeah. yeah. We dominate our markets. Why, why spend the money on it? Yeah, yeah. Why spend $20 million on redoing signage when we're, you know, number one in the market? I agree. And yeah. Just from a branding standpoint. My but, they, but they are the a rarity yes a rarity yes so instead of looking at listen to these speakers that talk about you know the the nike uh, prospect has nothing to do with banking nothing it's it's a consumer brand that's bought many times bank account opens once twice every 10 years when you open an account it's it's not you can't we talked about this on i think the last one on campaign versus brand marketing Mm -hmm. You can't, and I, you and I are starting to change this narrative whenever anyone sadly will listen to us. Mm, you cannot, hard to do. you can listen to tactics, but you can't compare brands to, to banking. You, I mean, you could say you could, but fast food is different. You choose every day. This to, is you li- eat three this times is be- a day. This isn't even like lifestyle stuff, like how there are lifestyle brands. This is just life. It is. And I'm so I'm tired for all those marks that we're taking it back. We're taking back the conversation that you need to discuss banking. 
and how banking works and how banking interacts with customers, not how some other brand does or some other industry does, because they don't really, you can learn from them, absolutely, yeah. but they don't relate. They don't, fast what? food and restaurant services does not relate to you banking. You can eat it. You can eat it four to eight or six or however many you want to. You can go get a coffee from and a donut from Dun, or a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, and you know you can just go through your day and, and eat at eight different fast food places. This is sort of, I guess, part two to, to the last one to that brand campaign. A um, couple things. One, I don't know if I hammered this hard enough on the last one because I got on some philosophical thing that happens. I happen to really believe in and happen to resonate with people because we're getting a lot of positives. So if you haven't listened to that one for whatever reason, if this is the first one you're jumping into, go back and listen to the last one, um, campaign or product versus brand. I don't think I hit this hard enough. Is And since we're talking about deposits, it, play this for your executive managers, just this. I'll give you a second to go get the player set up in front of them. Stop doing knee-jerk deposit-gathering CD hot money campaigns. That is, it looks desperate, it feels desperate, even though the consumer has really no idea, stop doing it. You may need the money. Hey, Josh, mm. we have a 18-month and a 37-month special I need to run. All right, well, here's the thing. I'm not saying they're bad. I I'm, need I, to do it. But We've got to get some money. Yeah. Well, 14 months. <laughs> a, a, a three and a half day. 15 minutes. <laughs> what, what here's the thing. I don't hate CDs. I don't hate CDs. I, I think they're a little bit anachronistic in today's world um, when there's acorns and Bitcoin and all this stuff that you can do it. Bobby told me not to knock the table, and I keep accidentally hitting the table. He hugged me and said, it's okay. But let me go back to that. So go to, your, go to this and play. Please stop doing hot money, short-term deposit-gathering campaigns. If you're still with me and the guy didn't – or the gal, whomever, didn't pick oh, up the you phone. You just lost 4,000 of our – Four thousand and one listeners. And I'm talking about your CEO. Yeah. I won't you know, whatever. If they don't pick up your phone and throw it out the window when I said that and they're still listening, the rest of it is I get asked all the time because I get asked about deposits. And somebody asked me, and that was sort of the catalyst for the last one. Do I do brand campaign or product campaign? You're a bank. When you brand your bank that takes deposits and loans money and gives ancillary services around it, when you brand your bank you're promoting bank products. No. And so get that deposit as part of your campaign. Do the CD campaign, but don't go into those ALCO committees and like, what are we going to do? And this credit union's got 3%, and we've got this. And Just set a rate, make it part of your thing, make it part of your, your universe, get control of your marketing, slow down, stop knee-jerking. And do brand advertising that coincides with product advertising, and guess what? Deposits part of it. You should see our Gen Y CD campaign right now. Oh, it's great. Yeah, comes with a free um, 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 pogo ball. <laughs> and the, our millennial CD campaign is awesome too. Hmm? It comes with one destruction of a national um, brick and mortar entity like Toys R Us because yes. they're destroying all the business. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a minimum five dollars, and it pays you a quarter for the rest of your life one time. It's a it's a reverse annuity. It's it, yeah. <laughs> so that that but, but that comes that mean, the, it th cut, but know your audience too. I think we talk about this, and you've talked about bank data research. I've done some analytics as well, and unless it's inherited or a present, you're rarely going to find anyone under fifty with a CD. Well, the, and the fifty-year-old is thinking much more like a thirty-year-old than they ever have. Oh, it's it's money they've either dropped or had to park because they just didn't know where to invest it at the time. 
Yeah. And like I and said, they figure it, instead of it sitting in a bank account, I can get one and a half percent or two point five three percent or whatever it is over the next seventeen months while I decide what to do with my money. There's not a lot of people under forty sitting around with, with you've got enough money to, to their freeze money. your asset. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean you just don't you don't want to buy a boat right now. So, Mr. Mabus, if CD rates are part of it because they do play a role in bringing in funding for the bank, especially short-term hot funding, if you don't want to borrow from the Federal Home Loan Bank or wherever you're borrowing your money from, mm-hmm. uh, what would you suge- how would you suggest a bank start? Because gathering retail deposits, mm-hmm. hear me out here, is a hard slog. It really is tough. You, right. you can't just... You know, here's a checking rate on a rewards campaign. Here's a new thing over here. Oh, we're going to go and we're going to show up at every community event, or we're going to have an ad that says, "You come and do this thing, and we're going to give you uh, free toasters." I mean, the, mm-hmm. the old school, you know, free gift. I'm trying to, figure, or just free checking in general. What do you think drives today's modern deposit gathering from a retail perspective? And to let executive management know, you're not going to raise. $10 million in a day yeah. doing this. Now, you could do it with a CD campaign. Well, I think a lot of it goes to that financial literacy side we talked about last time is really understanding why you should deposit your money in a bank. And I mean, really fundamentally doing that. If you, um, um, Hunter Young that works when we tweeted yesterday, I think that 16 point something billion people think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. And you don't think what? you need, yeah, that like no, le- real no, <laughs> yeah, and you don't think you need to tell your people how banking works, no, yeah, so, so I think part of it is is reestablishing. I think our entities, those are you know ABA where this will appear. You know we're out doing a lot of stuff, and sorry to challenge you on this. Some entity has to look at the at the ultra lobbying groups, and I know you're not a lobbying group, but pork, the other white meat, was badass for pork. <laughs> right yes they the conglomerate the co-op got together and said guys we're gonna make america eat more pork and here's what we're gonna do well, it's kind of like got milk that's the next one yeah. got milk people got the mustache milk went up i think there has to be a macro entity that makes banking cool and relevant again and bring it out of the 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 doldrums the doldrums i think that has to happen i absolutely do like it love it you've heard me say it the other thing is you and i are on a trip on a rocket ship nope driving zoom, zoom flying we go to a new we go to a town <laughs> you look in your dop kit and um and you're out of deodorant what do you say i about to stank no what do you say i need to go to a cvs yep i knew what you were gonna say mm-hmm. or a Walgreens. insert whatever but you know that every American city has a Walgreens or probably a CVS. And look, if we walked into a Walgreens, if you said, take me to the CVS, and we walked into a Walgreens. I wouldn't you, care. You wouldn't care. Yeah. Or I'd go to Whole Foods and get some type of talcum powder coconut <laughs> balm or something yeah. and put under there. And I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I told you. Don't, I warned don't, you. Don't, I warned don't you. Buy, I so warned unless you. Unless you're of the persuasion of, like, I don't know, hippie patchouli style or something. Whole Foods I, is not the place you. to buy said, your Johnny, personal hygiene products. I said, Johnny, you're you're gonna be disappointed. You're like, I'm here, whatever. I mean, I mean, we were there to buy craft beer, not deodorant. Yeah, because craft deodorant is not a market <laughs> I'm really ready to spend my money in. All right, so let me connect the dots and, and continue to talk out of both sides of my mouth. I want to talk about craft deodorant some more. Because we just said that it's not like a retail brand, but CVS has to win the brand war. That when you're out of town and you lose your deodorant. 
that CVS is the first name, and this is about relationship. But did, you have a relationship? But to that point, do do you think? And there are ones because of points or because Walgreens is twenty four hours. CVS usually isn't. I think that argument we just had, in some sense, is a location argument. I mean, if we're staying at a hotel and there's... Well, it CBS, doesn't matter. I, I'm, it doesn't matter. But what comes to your mind is my point. Okay. It doesn't have the deep... It's brand bur- awareness. Yes. Your bank account, when you think about it, doesn't move. So it's all about relationship. And so what I see is that banks aren't willing to do what retail brands do do well and what we should look to them for. And that is building long-term brand awareness. One, brand differentiation. 67% of all bank brands are, the, are similar to one another, name-wise. First bank, all that. But to build uniqueness, differentiation, awareness, and then loyalty. It's what I've said before. Bank of America, whether they're, they're number two bank asset size, but they have the best bank brand. Because, like, where are you going to go? I'm going to go to the, <laughs> the Bank, Bank of, of America. America. I'm in America. I need a bank. Where am I going to go? The Bank of America. Yeah. I mean, if... They if still you, need to buy Captain America. If you want to be the default, make the little shield with the oh, diamond. Oh, man. Um, you, get, you know how many kids would... Parents would have kids again you give a shield? But why not General America? Yeah. I mean, why why settle for a captain? Lieutenant Colonel America. See, now you're getting deep. Anyway, it's... Understanding that relationship and having presented this, no one, no bank CEO gets really excited like, oh, we're going to go own that core deposit market and strip it away from our competitors by doing something they don't do. It's harder than selling burgers. It's harder than selling deodorant from CVS. But when you're that first mention, when somebody says, I need a bank. Or I'm moving to, or I need deodorant, and there's a CVS down. I saw a CVS down the street. There's a Renaissance on the corner. There's a Bank of America on the corner. There's a First Bank on the you corner. You get those core deposits. You own it for your shareholders, if you're that, or your private, or your family and their longevity and your succession plan. You have to stop doing these knee jerk things, and you have to do brand. But but bank branding has to be hybrid. When you brand a bank, it has to be tied to banking, and deposits is a service of banking. So you can have the best of both worlds. When you hire the right agency, this awesome and really gets it. Mm. And there's only one, maybe two, of yeah. those. Yeah, well, I, I think the, the knee-jerk combo is correct because branding is a long-term marathon battle. It is not something you do overnight. It is not something that happens immediately. You don't see immediate results from it. I've had to convince... I think but part of CVS's branding is understanding what's inside of it and what happens when they get there. If it is just if you just heard CVS, go to XYZ. XYZ is the best thing I've ever had. It has to mean something. What the hell's in an XYZ? Has to mean something. Uh, But I think the uniqueness and the meaning of the brand is what drives there, and it 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 is a long battle. And I I I love talking to fellow bank marketers and uh, about it. Is that it's not. Well, hey, we're going to rebrand our sign, or we're going to re- rename our bank, or we're going to rebrand. The next day, there's not a line outside waiting to open a bank account with you. No. Well, you have to do that for a defensive reason. The, the, the number one reason I see is you were the first bank of... Um, first bank of whatever. Of, of t- whatever town. Um, yep. Smithville Lake Borough. Yeah. And, and you're going to expand your community bank outside of Smithville. Yeah. And so I need... And so I'm going to call myself FNS instead of... Yeah, and I'm gonna go. Spend, so spend. I was the first. I was the first bank of Smithville. Now I'm FBS. Yeah, and then that 
then we move somewhere else and the new people don't like that so you become fbc because you're the first bank of i don't know yeah but the point is you went and spent tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on signage and you could have named yourself anything anything that's the argument i've always had i look around i go you can name yourself when we say anything there are names you can't be google but my point is you could name yourself but why don't we, hey look since there's first national bank of whatever why don't we say like better bank of america <laughs> the best bank of america <laughs> i mean there there's first national first federal first bank trust federal community state bank yeah, they're all the same so they're like why don't we just go do whatever call yeah. whatever you want yeah and then then when someone says well i need to go open a bank account and they say go to first bank of community state trust and people merchant farmer future bank so i'm in a mar- i'm helping a bank in a market that when i'm on the ground and talking to them and they're talking about their competitors i'm literally i, I need like fl- flashcards oh yeah well, I mean, this is First Bank of this, and this I, I, is First Bank of Community, and this is First Bank of State. Oh, I swear and this you, is the state First Bank. Up, and they know it. And I, and I mean, I hate to admit this. If you know who you are, I'm sorry to admit this to you via podcast. Well, hopefully they're going to win because if they yeah, know, if they it, are, it, that would be hilarious to me if you're in the conversation having that and, and someone just says, hold up. We can't even keep the banks right, and we're bankers. Oh well, the point is, is how's the consumer going to do it? That's oh, where it's going. Like, they don't, and, that, and that's the battle. They either have when, when somebody says, "Well, use my bank." Well, who's your bank? First Federal or First National, whatever. And you first go to the federal wrong guaranteed one. trust community state bank. Yeah, and and you just go to the wrong one. Yeah, unaided aided recall. We've talked about this before. It's funny. Um, my mentor Dwayne Burt, to uh, miss dearly was talking about you know how this happened in beer that you know you do your aided and aided recall after the super bowl it's like did you see an ad did you see a, a beverage ad did you see a beer ad and they're like man that what's up was great do you remember which brand that was attached to coors and like people just like just yeah I mean, well you're so distracted during the super bowl and i don't think you watch for the brand and that's a whole nother thing you're watching for entertainment value yeah. the the it's a short. The form. good, the good and bad of the Super Bowl Super Bowl advertising is it's entertaining and it's and people watch it to be entertained. Well, YouTube figured this out better than anything yeah. else. They do thirty second, one minute videos that people just sit and watch, even Vine because they're waiting. Yeah, but but you know, um, which we need to do an entire podcast on interruptive marketing because. Marketing is interruptive when it comes to commercials, and that's why we've gotten more into. Digi- well, let's just stop this. That's why we've gotten more one. digital long form. But anyway, yeah, we can. We'll do another one on it. But anyway, to the point of this whole podcast, we've talked about. Oh, well, I want to throw in one more mantra that we well, use. We will. We will. Deposits are hot right now. Branding is a long battle, but it helps. And a long sale. A long sale, but if you're going to be a relationship builder, you have to merge the relationship with the technology. And when you put those two together, I think you do find success. And the deposits can be gleaned that way. CDs are relevant, and they need to be uh, done if you need the money for it. But on the other hand, look at the impact it has and the bandwidth it takes to run the CD campaign that might take away from the long brand performance that you'd have in your bank, as well as the cost of funding and the impact on your um, on your bank and your results. Well, and, to, and to that, to that, uh, there are promotion there, there are promotion ways to drive. Uh, drive brand awareness through name changing and rebranding, but there's also ways to drive deposits. We're not even going to get into real tactical things here, but I mean, look at your checking account lineup. Look at your offerings. Is it modernized? Is it competitive? Look at your technology. Is your is the only difference between your student checking account and your core checking account the name student in front of it? Is the only difference in your app and the other bank's app 
the name on the app because it's provided by a core provider. I mean, then you don't have any way to differentiate it, and that's an argument we have all the time. So you, I think if you start kind of stripping back and looking at what you have and what you're providing your clients, you can find ways to say, hey, this is different. Look, our app's different. Mm-hmm. Our process is different. Our online account opening process is different. Let's start marketing it. Uh, so every bank, bank's a bank a bank. I get that. But they all do kind of... There's a little, there's got, if you don't, nuances, nuances. Well, this, well, look, there's asset size and all this, but this is where you're going to see consolidation. If there's, I mean, if, if there's no uniqueness, then they're going to absorb into something else and you're going to see the most unique. It's not what asset size is going to be standing. It's going to be what name. Yeah. And so we talk about first, first bank in Colorado. They, they may be the last existing first bank in 30 to 50 years because they won the battle because they could go get the business. The thing I want to say is, and this is a mantra I've said before in the podcast, I've said it to, to clients, potential clients, friends, colleagues, enemies, is when you look at deposits, you're either going to have to pay for deposits or you're going to have to pay for deposits. So either you're going to have to pay that, you're either going to have to pay a rate, you're either going to have to pay a $500 sign-on bonus, or you're going to have to go out and pay for so much branding to capture the audience. Or you're going to have to pay the Federal Home Loan Bank. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, are you going to commoditize yourself with hot money, short-term rate, our little $500 payoff, but we captured the account, maybe. Are you going to tie that with branding and be the most obvious bank to go to? And I, I cannot believe this this hasn't sunk in to everybody, that you go to executive management and say, do you want to be the bank that everybody lists first? Well, that doesn't just happen. That, and I'm sorry to tell you this. This doesn't happen with relationships. It doesn't happen with locations. It happens through your branding. And all of that other stuff is part of it. But if your name's the same as somebody else, you can't be the first name on the list. You're going to share that spot with somebody else. You're always going to be tied for whatever place you're in. Yep. So I'm not going to drop the mic, but I just did. And actually, you didn't. It's still sitting on the stand on the table. I meant, but, I meant philosophically. No, that's not the right word either. Mm. It would be figuratively. You didn't even say the word right. No. Figured. You know. Bye. See you. I'm leaving. All right. We're out. Talk to you next week. Hopefully you gleaned something from this rave rant discussion we just had. See ya. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.